Falling too fast to prepare for this Tripping in the world could be dangerous Everybody circling as vultures Negative, nepotist Everybody waiting for the fall of man Everybody praying for the end of times Everybody hoping they could be the one I was born to run, I was born for this Rip, whip, run me like a racehorse Pull me like a ripcord Break me down and build me up I wanna be the slip, slip Word upon your lip, lip Rather that you rip, rip Break me down and Welcome, welcome, me welcome. This is Defeating the Curse back on the air, talking sports, kind of. It's the middle of summer, and the Nationals are up 13 games, so we're not talking a whole lot of sports, more of a talk soup of sports, politics, and uh, other random happenings like Kobe Bryant's uh, dad bod on display. Um, there's not really a whole lot going on outside of Redskins training camp and the Nationals executing a couple trades, and uh, you know Max hitting a home run for the first time, I think, in several, several, several years. Uh, but we'll jump into all that. But we got FP on and Stevie on tonight. Say hi, gentlemen. What's up, guys? Happy hump day. Great to be back on. Good to see you guys. I'll leave it to Steve to uh, salute salute the Wednesday, as only Steve knows how. Uh, LP is not with us. Does anyone know where Mr. LP is? Don't uh, care. I be- Don't care. <laughs> I believe he's stranded in Texas. That's the, the most to my knowledge. Well, that works for me. Well, let's get right into the Nationals. A uh, couple big trades, kind of. There's some there's some more rumblings of a potential um, pitcher and his smoke show girlfriend fiance. I'm not even sure. Maybe coming to DC. But let's oh, just start with Max. Oh. Yeah, of course. Let's just start with Max though. He <laughs> hits a home run, and then he sleeps funny. Air quotes. And now his neck hurts. What what the hell's going on, Steve? I don't know, but that that was quite an event full of about 15 minutes for Max Scherzer the other night. Uh, First home run in his career. He didn't believe it when he hit it. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the video, but he, was he hits bunting. the ball. I was watching him bunt on well, the previous it, it was he, he pulled the bunt back, and uh, he swings, and he hits it, and he's not sure what to do because he's not used to running the first base. <laughs> so, yeah. but There I mean, was something it was very fun. odd about that, and I have a newfound appreciation for just how far 350-plus feet is after seeing batting practice up close and personal. But full disclosure, we did watch pitchers launch the ball last week in person. Uh, Gio, I believe, yeah. was the one doing it. I just Gio, didn't think Mad yeah. Max. Uh, I, I didn't know Mad Max could do that. And the irony is, well, I turned away. He. I turned away because he was bunting. Like it was just a formality. And then all of a sudden, you hear this crack, and he's trotting around the bases. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the real story is okay. The home run is great, but I'll tell you, I was freaked out. I mean. Knowing Max Scherzer, knowing how much of a competitor he is, knowing uh, how tough he is, for him to pull himself out of a game in the second inning after a warm-up pitch, I thought it was really, really bad. Um, you know, thankfully, all the news says it was, like you said, he slept wrong, neck spasms, something wasn't right, and he just pulled himself out of the game. Now, to but, be fair, but, we, we all sometimes get the little weird kink in the neck thing. I get it. But we're not professional athletes, so it's a little. Uh, although Orange Theory uh, is pretty damn close. Pretty I, I, damn close. Gonna, <laughs> give me, give me some calorie burns, Joe. Give, give me some updates. Well, I made a, I made a crucial mistake, uh, a, a big time rookie mistake, going Thursday and Friday back to back. So I went from eight seventy four to eight twenty four or something like that. But I basically couldn't walk all day Saturday and pretty much half a Sunday, um, and I. I, I gave myself the week off. I'm going back tomorrow. So I'll, I'll report back in tomorrow. But, yeah, big-time rookie mistake going two days back-to-back. 
I it's... think that's my biggest fear. Because uh, I want to try it, but I'm afraid that I'll be out of commission for easily two weeks <laughs> after one class. It's it's legit. Let me give a shout out to uh, the Navy Yard. I got my, my buddy Timbo. Can we, can we get hooked? Hey, I, I uh, Jesse, studio manager, she's a listener to our show. Her dad is actually a big Game of Thrones guy. So I said, we got to get him uh, on the podcast. Okay, you got to make that happen, Joe. See if we got a spot for him. What is dad's age? It's probably plus 60, which makes it even more fun. Uh, as long as it I'm turns into it. a session or two like on the house, because you know, Orange Theory isn't cheap. It's not cheap. There's some very expensive but calories I'm burning. But it's a damn good workout. Anyway, anyway, can we get back to Max for a second? Yes. Uh, you know, to be honest, okay, Max gets hurt, ends up being okay. He's going to make his, his next start. Uh, there's bigger issues with the Nats right now, which is this growing injury list. I mean, uh, this is this is a firmery. Uh, you know, let, let me list you some of the players: Adam Eaton, Jason Worth, Coda Glover, Sean Kelly, Trey Turner, Michael A. Taylor, Joe Ross, Steven Strasburg, and Steven It's an entire roster of players. I mean, you, you got two top tier pitchers: Strasburg, Joe Ross is, was pitching really good. You got a closer, Coda Glover. You have one of the best leadoff guys in in the business, Trey Turner, and then Jason Worth and Adam Eaton, two great outfielders. I mean, that's three four starters out of nine you know starting positions right there so you know thankfully it hasn't affected their standing they're still 13 games up about to be 12 with a loss to the marlins here tonight down seven nothing but you know the most important thing right now is uh this team needs to get healthy but the thing i see with this team is they're just bored they're really just bored and yeah but they're they're, waiting for they're bored they're bored but the the fans are freaking out, man. Like, we we are. Uh, I would rather Mad Max pitch and not hit home runs because he hits a home run and then he pulls himself out of the game. Yeah, we don't need that. We just don't need it. Like, there's there's too many there's too many question marks, and we've covered it at length at nauseum with this team that they they appear to be just barely good enough to challenge for the World Series, and that's what we're that's the ultimate prize, and no one cares about anything short of that. Frankly, well, look. So look, I, there's two. But isn't this isn't this typical Nationals? I feel like we talk about this every August with the Nationals. Almost there's health injuries. It's been several years. Board. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. I mean, this is completely on schedule. But for this us. is a unique situation to me in that Dusty will have his hands full as some of these guys start coming back. Because who do you who do you drop? Like, there's a lot of guys that have been called up that are playing really, really well. Yeah. Well, Brian How Goodwin. do you manage? And this is where Dusty, you know, a, a month or month and a half ago, Dusty was was basically talking about, you know, I want my extension and I've earned it and this and that. He didn't ultimately get it, but here we are now. He's going to earn it. I mean, if if he can manage to bring back guys as they become, I mean, we saw we saw we got to chat with Jason Worth. Dude looks healthy. It, it just looks like they don't need him. I mean, that's really what it amounts to. It's like a guy who can come back. But why rush him? Because everybody that they've called up has really performed. So Dusty's going to have his handful managing not just the roster, but the personalities too. Because some of these guys that just frankly are are they're balling, man. Like they're they're playing really well. Well, you hit the nail on the head right there. Is uh, you know Dusty's going to have to make some hard choices, and he's going to have to hit the right buttons, and he's going to have to find the right lineups. I know the the lineup thing was a big debate here in DC. We got to get Grant. Paulson on this show because he is villain I am number so one. I'm so sick of listening to people debate who should bat in the two hole. Hey, 
uh, I mean, apparently everyone at Nats Park is too, because Grant Paulson is villain number one uh, around the Nationals PR staff. So uh, there's been a lot of debate about that. But the reason there's debate is because a lot of people have been stepping up. Brian Goodwin is playing great at leadoff. Wilmer Defoe, the guy who's been Ball. you know taking front Ball. of yeah this 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 criticism, he's been playing great. He's been really timely, clutch hits. Um, you know, Stephen Drew stepped in before he got hurt. Ryan Rayburn was helping out before he got hurt. Um, and then Mike Rizzo pulls the trade for Howie Kendrick, who, you know, last night goes five for five. Tonight started off with a double. So you're right. Dusty's going to have some really hard decisions. But uh, the worst news in the past two weeks by far is the Los Angeles Dodgers trading for you, Darvish. I mean, we traded for Doolittle, Madsen, and Kinsler and, and kind of shoring up that back end of uh, the, the rotation and our relievers. And then, you know, they almost feel like a Honda compared to the BMW that the Dodgers just bought. So, yeah, uh, it was very it was a very Kevin Durant to the uh, to the Warriors type thing. I, I agree. Like the, the Nats improved. The Dodgers really, really, really improved. But but there is one name that's out there. We were talking about this before we came on to record. Um, who who is it? The uh, the Tigers placed uh, Justin, Justin Verlander. Verlander. He's he's on revocable trade waivers, so he's actually available now. He hasn't pitched as well as he has in recent years, but he would be a. I mean, if he's your if he's your fourth guy, I mean that that really stacks the Nats. I don't know if they can get him, um, but Kate Upton is well, certainly welcome to uh, come visit the district. Kate Upton is welcome. We got it. We got a guest room in the house, but um, no, I think most likely. Everything that I've been reading, he's going to the Cubs. I think the Cubs have earmarked him. It's a pretty quick trip from Detroit to Chicago, uh, and the Cubs need another starting pitcher. Um, so that would be another worst-case scenario because right now, mm-hmm. like I said, worst uh, thing that happened is the Dodgers getting Darvish. The second worst thing that happened in the last two weeks is the Cubs have taken control of the NL Central and look like they're going to be our first-round uh, matchup again. And hopefully we have home field advantage, although our, our home record has been struggling this year. Um, but that that's what terrifies me, uh, is having to face the Cubbies. Also, if they do get Verlander, uh, I mean, right now we got to go through the Cubs and Dodgers to get to the World Series. So we're going to need to be playing our, our best ball come September, October. And we're not doing that right now, but that's okay. Uh, like I said, team is bored. Team is disinterested. Yeah, Nobody's but, threatening. But you must them. be just a little concerned. Like it's it's really hard. Concerned. It's hard to just turn I'm it on. A, I'm a little concerned because the other teams are getting significantly better, and I haven't seen Doolittle, Madsen, and actually Kinsler right now as we speak on Wednesday night is pitching his first inning against us. Just gave up uh, about to give up a single to D Gordon, but um, I haven't seen us get considerably better since the trade deadline. Where I've seen Darvish. Uh, and, and, and the Cubs and, and Dodgers get considerably better. So that's what worries me more than a lot of these guys that, that make up this lineup right now won't be playing in October. I mean, Trey Turner and Jason Worth will be at the front of that lineup. Brian Goodwin and Wilmer Defoe will be back on the bench. Um, you know, so Michael A. Taylor will be back at that center field spot. Uh, so this isn't our lineup come playoff time. And that's, but we need to keep on reminding ourselves. Right now, the big boys uh, need to just keep on staying in rhythm, 
you know, keep on hitting well. Harper, Zim, Murphy, those guys are bread and butter, and, and they need to stay healthy, number one. And uh, I'm okay right now. We need to get Strasburg back, though, because that, that's very concerning. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And um, I'll tell you, let's pivot from one active team to the only other team that's sort of active that we follow on a day-to-day basis here. Let's talk just a little bit about Redskins training camp. Um, two shows last week, uh, LP and FP uh, did a training camp preview. It was great. And then an interview uh, with Manny Benson, uh, which was full of insight on this team. And then Friday or Saturday, whichever it was, uh, we lose a running back for the season. So um, things have started off a little rough at Redskins training camp. But uh. um, listen, he may not be he may not be a guy who's going to play more than a, a snap or two every other game. But running back is an, is a is an interesting position on, on our roster, and we've covered it at length. And Matt Jones all of a sudden is uh, more valuable than he was just a, a week ago. So training camp is is underway. We're a week in here. Um, Kirk Cousins I don't want is to out hear there. Matt Jones's name again. Well, you're gonna have to. That, you're gonna have to. Well, why, why would I hear Matt Jones's name? What consequence is he of to this team? Well, he's a, one. He's a tradable asset. I mean, that that's the first thing. Is if he he is he does hold some value, some value, limited but some value. Secondly, and there's a chance that he's going to make this roster now, with Marshall Joe, being out for the season. Joe, what what do you got as the breakdown? Actually, both. Of you, what do you got as the breakdown of percentage of carries uh, for for the backfield? I'm thinking Perrine and Fat Rob kind of go sixty forty in some semblance. Uh, I mean, no, no. it really comes down to your red zone. I, I we're not going to use running backs really until we're in the red zone. Probably it'll be knowing Gruden. It'll be pound the rock with Pirine, fail, back shoulder fade, back shoulder fade, field goal. That's probably what's going to happen every single time we're in the red I, zone. I think Fat Rob probably. I mean, he's gonna. I think Fat Rob is going to touch the ball fifty percent of the times when they run the ball. So if they're running twenty, twenty-five times, he's going to get twelve of them. Uh, I think P Ryan's going to mix in, especially on short yardage. I mean, the guy just looks. I don't know how much you watch a training camp. But he he looks the part. Now, it's it's a little faster than half speed or three quarter speed. It's not the real deal, but he looks good so far. And Chris Thompson will get his touches as well. But that's that's why like I, he Matt Jones may make the may make the roster. He may not. He's probably going to get traded. I don't think they'll just cut well, him and let him walk for free. The, we signed uh what what's his face uh Kenny Hillard Hilliard Hillard. We signed him after Marshall went down, so he's probably going to take any any chance that Matt Jones had. He's probably just going to take it because of the disconnect between Matt sure. Jones, his agency, and the team. Yeah. So I mean, someone got Matt Jones. Into, I mean, someone got into his ear and said, "Hey, you're not doing yourself a favor by skipping voluntary voluntary practice. Right. Like you got to get some film and blah blah blah." So he's there. He probably won't become the start of the season. There's a chance. Um, but I mean, today the talk of, uh, the talk of the town or down in Richmond was, uh, Kirk Cousins being mic'd up and rapping Hamilton lines. The guy's, the guy's playing, you know, fast and loose. He looks comfortable. Um, you know, he's had, he's had several days now back to back of, of excellent, uh, practices and the receivers are really responding to him. In fact, Terrell Pryor went on record saying that this may be now you have to qualify it because he's played, he's played wide receiver for a whole one season with three the Browns. <laughs> but he said it was the best group of wide receivers from one through ten that he's ever been around, and that that it may be saying something. I mean, he is he has earned his spot as the number one on the team, right? I mean, it's this is what we do, right? This is this is training camp, and and obviously the the other big big news, and I'd like to get your your thoughts on this, guys. 
Jay Gruden gets his extension, and this was a very un-Redskins thing to do. Uh, you know, he gets a he gets a sizable extension, and he's on he the had contract. his extension from a while ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. No, it just got signed. It was just on no, the- no. Are you pull? Are you pulling an LP? Was yeah, I on, was, yeah, am, I on, am I on tape delay? Are you, are you on TiVo? <laughs> am I on tape delay? What's going on? Yeah. This is the extension happened a long time ago. No, it didn't. Yeah. Okay. My goodness. Maybe it got offered to him a long time ago and he just signed it. That might be. Well, I feel Joe, like I've. I've... Joe, Joe, don't don't edit this part out of the. the, the <laughs> I, might, uh, I might have to. I'm just going to keep sprinkling this in every 10 minutes of the podcast. I don't think so. I think they, you guys are wrong. They, We're going to verify. They, they announced it. Uh, like on a whim, randomly, they were out to dinner or something. You got I mean, this is the whole story, and it was this around. Is, it was yeah, before okay, the okay. I'm I'm reading it here. Okay, the Google to Google to the rescue, <laughs> offered and it was extent. It was offered to him in March. I don't know when it was signed, but there's no way they, it was recent. They they offered it to him to distract us from the Scott McLuhan oh, thing. Oh yeah, when that yeah, was, yeah, that, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, it was McLuhan Totally thing, gonna yeah, edit. Let's yeah. make a note here between no, minutes uh, thirteen and sixteen to edit. Well, more more importantly is, um, the people within Redskins Bond Secures or however you pronounce that stupid Richmond place, um, they're saying that TP looks like he could be kind of a Megatron. And I don't know if that's fanboys talking, reporters Fan, talking, or whatever. I know I don't it's have a leg to stand on after what. I know I don't have a leg to stand on after what just happened here, but that is fanboy talk. <laughs> uh, I, I, no, yeah. I'm I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just reporting it that that's what is being said. But I was telling Stevie earlier, if you give me fifty percent of Megatron, I'm happy. Listen, I. I... I'll go on record here. I think Troll Pryor is going to be better than advertised. And I'm not Megatron throwing around those kind of names, I think, is, is ridiculous. But I think he's going to be better than advertised. I think Josh Doxson is going to be worse than advertised. I think he's going to be a huge bust who will not see the field. And I'll, I will stake my professional podcast reputation that <laughs> he ain't going to do nothing this year. And I think he's just going to take up a spot. And it's going to be. This every week, is he going to play? Is he not? Is he dinged up? He's always going to be questionable. He's always going to not practice on Wednesday and Thursday and then do a little bit on Friday. He's just going to be annoying. It, just, to it sounds like Deshaun Jackson, but you're going to get zero game production. time production. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, I think Pryor's going to be really, really good. And I think him and Kirk have, are developing a really nice rapport. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's going to be nice. And uh, the other big story that I keep on reading, and I don't want to read it, and I don't want to say it because I love this guy, Junior Gallette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. They yeah. say he, he looks like he's back in New Orleans. He looks like he's back uh, before he, he busted two Achilles. Yeah, quick twitch is back, lost some weight. He's, uh, who's, he's going against Trent, right? Trent yeah. Williams? Yeah, I mean... The what is it? The Redskins Instagram. They keep posting a uh, iron sharpens iron, as if oh we're we're just making each other better and better. You gotta love it. You gotta love the Redskins PR, just begging the fans to to believe in this team. But um, I like it. I like it, it's the same thing, right? If you give me seventy five percent of Junior Gallette from what he was in New Orleans, that's still a solid seven eight sacks. Right, but, but you know, and the irony now is you got a log jam at linebacker, which was 
a, a place of weakness and a source of weakness uh, for the team last year. If Gallette turns out to be a consistent pass rusher off the edge, now, you know, me and FP were talking, you got uh, Preston Smith, Ryan Kerrigan, and Junior Gallette vying for two spots on the edge. And then you got Mason Foster, Will Compton, and Zach Brown, uh, who, who you brought over in free agency this year, vying for two spots in the middle. So you got six guys looking at four spots. Uh, but I, like, I like that, Stevie, because I, I think I, that keeps it fresh. Say, that's a good problem yeah. to have because we haven't had it in years past. We had, I mean, go back, go back like half an era here, or or a couple. Well, go back like four or five years. It was we had two guys playing every down at both of those positions, yeah. right? And I mean, London Fletcher was way past his prime and still hogging all the playing time there because they just they didn't draft well. I mean, this is I, I am, I'm surprisingly satisfied with this roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball right now, and you know just to to double down on the Terrell Pryor talk. Last season in the preseason, him and RG three connected on two ridiculous bombs. And this is I know this is a right. big reach, but he didn't play with a quarterback all of last year that had an arm anywhere near what RG three had or what Kirk Cousins has, frankly. So I, I like what probably is going to happen this season. I, I think he's set up to have a monster year. I think that's great for us this one year, and I think it's really bad beyond this one year because I don't have any faith in Bruce Allen getting a long-term deal done with Cousins or with Pryor after the season that Pryor's going to have this year. Well, I mean, he's Pryor on, he's on be, a one-year borrow, so he, he's not going to be mean, back here next year. Pryor, Pryor went viral yesterday with his amazing, crazy catch. I don't know if you guys saw it. Some fan took it on the sideline, but that was coming from Colt McCoy. So Pryor alone, it doesn't. I don't think it matters with his height speed wingspan and all of that i really don't think it matters who's throwing him the ball he's just he's just a ridiculous he's an athlete i mean that's what it athlete, amounts to. right he's he's just an athlete specimen yeah he's just an athlete uh, let's but close switching, out switching, hold on hold on, hold on. Like we're dapping bruce allen i'm i'm getting closer to dapping him but for an off the field winning off the field subject here he seems convinced, as does uh, Virginia Governor McAuliffe, that this team is moving to Virginia. Can we talk hey, about well, that for just a second? <laughs> it's good. I mean, first of all, it, it needs to happen because all the money comes from Virginia. I don't know what Maryland brings to the table. Did you see? I mean, he had a whole presentation that uh, Grant yeah. and Danny touched on it, and they were like, 70% of the fans that drive in, that <laughs> attend the game, are coming from Virginia. Something like yeah, 67% all the merchandise. merchandise sales is all Virginia. The training facility is in Virginia. And then he, the the big uh, the mic drop was Maryland's already got a, an arena, uh, a stadium in Baltimore and a team that's beloved. Move the team to Virginia. Like the base is in Virginia. Like the Redskins are a southern team. Move them to Virginia. It seemed like a really good appeal. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they'll end up in D.C. ultimately. Uh, but the Maryland, well, Ral John, Landover, you know, that that site is as good as done when when this contract's up in two years. The biggest three thing years, that the governor years. the biggest thing that the governor said that makes you think it will come to Loudon was that the citizens aren't. It, it's not coming out of our taxes, right? He was saying, yeah, you essentially we're going to turn it right. Yeah. You turn it into a mixed use facility. You put essentially a huge shopping center right around it, and your revenue goes up, and all that goes up. A, you need the open space for that. B, that's the, the most sustainable way to have a stadium be in your city or in your state and not suck the money yeah. out of 
and out he of gave, everything else. You're right, and he cited the 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 L.A. Rams are doing that, right? And mm-hmm. and the uh, the Raiders and and Vegas, they're doing the same thing. Like, uh, they're, uh, there you go, strip malls run the world, fellas. I mean, this is a little bit more than a strip mall. This is uh, it's a little bit more involved than that. But yeah, I mean, just just knowing just knowing like what Loudoun County, they, I mean, their strip malls tend to be a little higher class than than even Fairfax County. But I'm I'm not I'm really trying not to bash Maryland. But who cares? Maryland sucks. Fairfax viewers. What was the question? I mean, Maryland. They were supposed to do that in Landover too, but that failed through. And that's that's the biggest question: is is it actually going to happen the way the governor's saying it's going to happen? Could Terry McAuliffe be any more slimy? I mean, I, I just yes. It, 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 His I don't predecessor think it's, was pretty slimy too. Oh, Bob McDonald, rest in peace. Okay, well, he's not dead. <laughs> he's in jail. He's not dead. He's <laughs> might as well be. He wishes he was. Okay. Well, and he he was brought down by the missus. He, he well. That's why if you ask questions, you got to get answers. You can't just uh, pretend so, pretend you didn't get answers. The question is, what do we what what would the name be of the new stadium? Redskins do you think, Stadium. What are you talking about? <laughs> they got to sell are, it to somebody. I'm saying, is is it going to be sold, or is Snyder going to pull a? Of course, they're going to sell it. Cowboys six, and call yeah, it Cowboys. Flags Park at Redskins or something. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And there's no what stadium still doesn't have a sponsorship deal. Every look, look at the Verizon the, Center, the Nats. The oh yeah, that's a good point. It's just, uh, well, the the Cowboys didn't have one for the first like four years before they became AT and T. They were just Cowboys Stadium. No, no, no. Jerry's World was always AT and T. Yeah, from the I beginning. Think, are you sure? Hundred percent. I'm almost positive it was just. But Cowboys look, Verizon stadium. Center. Keeping it local here, Verizon Center is no more, and it sounds like Capital One is going to be the new sponsor of uh, home of the Wizards and the uh, and the Capitals and the Mystics and the Valor. They respect the Mystics and the Valor. Yeah, and Georgetown Hoyas. What, what's the nickname of the the new Capital One Arena going to be? It's got to be the Cap Center. Cap Center is a throwback. That's uh, yeah. What's in your wallet, Arena? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the Cap Center is a throwback to the uh, to the heyday in Baltimore, uh, but I mean the bank, the vault. I don't know. That, that's whatever. It's a sponsorship <laughs> deal. Who cares? See, I like is, the vault. It should be the vault. Coin it right now. Yeah. DTC Joe coined the vault. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about the naming of the Verizon Center Cap Center. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Kobe Bryant? All right, let's talking. go talk it's, soup. It's, let's go talk first soup. First of all, how do you feel about Black Mamba's on, uh, dad bod in Italy? <laughs> See, Nobody it's, cares. It's, it's, this is digressing. Okay, how about why? how about Levar Ball claiming that he's a better he would have been a better tight end than Gronk? Did also, nobody that? cares. It didn't didn't Jordan, I think Jordan responded to Levar Ball? What I mean, I, uh, I know Levar Jordan said that he could beat Levar Ball with one leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's simple yet to the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan was also quoted this week saying that that Kobe was is the closest to him, just because five is greater than three. Like another, just another zing to LeBron. Um, yes, you know, on Kyrie. Did you watch. guys see LeBron's crazy uh, medicine ball balancing workout thing with his knife? He got he got fried by Steph Curry at a wedding. We're doing it. You guys didn't see that. Look at look at where this is going. Okay, look at what are we talking about? It's the talk it's, soup. Oh, it's summer. It's summer sports in DC. 
You know what the difference is here? And I, I realized this uh, as we were prepping for the show. Usually, the Caps, you know, all the Caps in recent history, they, they, they make it to basically where they made it this year. But the Wizards don't typically make it this... They don't make it into the second round of the playoffs. So we are anxious to talk about anything sports because it's been three or four months off with just baseball. And baseball, frankly, isn't something we grew up with. But this year, everything kind of just went longer, obviously. Plus the Valor coming in and, and starting their season. Uh, there was some hype around them when they started up too. Um, I think that's why there's more just general interest in sports. Although I will say I think NFL interest, and Steve, you mentioned this to me, NFL mm-hmm. interest in general is down. I think if the NFL somehow, like if, if fantasy football stopped, I, I think the NFL would, would I mean, really no, quickly see a decline. That's garbage. Every you, everyone was saying it last year that the viewership was going to go down and ratings were going to go down. It, it None was of that down. happened. Yeah, it was no. down. What? Yes, it went down, and they and the NFL claimed it was because no, this, this was the, like the most watched the presidential Super Bowl campaign. ever. No, no, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is is that's standalone. That's not. That's an event. But general NFL coverage. Look at the attendance at Redskins training camp. I mean, they had two hundred people there on on Thursday when it when it started up. Like. That's way below numbers. And first of all, you went you went down to Richmond. Richmond is Carolina Panthers territory. No, nobody in Richmond cares about the Redskins. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wait, okay. Everything breaking news, and nobody in Richmond cares. About the Redskins. <laughs> it's talking true. About Richmond's not Richmond's not part. Do you of know the, the history DMV. of the Redskins? The Redskins owned <laughs> everything from Maryland to Florida, or basically to Atlanta. Everything. Yes. Until the Ravens. And then the Panthers came. Some of the I, most I diehard Skins more, fans are in North Carolina, more, man. Yeah, there's more. But why would you remain a diehard Skins fan in Southern Virginia during the 20 years of garbage when you could have gone to the Panthers, who haven't been that bad even before Cam Newton? They had what, you know, like speaking about five the, bad seasons. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but but Christian Thank McCaffrey, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey apparently is having a fantastic training camp, and he looks. Yes, I really wish we got him. Uh, I mean, the Great White Hope is uh, apparently like the real deal. I mean, this is—it's just interesting. Like, I think everyone's also, somebody, quietly cheering for him. Somebody needs to give him a HBO Now password so he can watch Game of Thrones. Apparently, he said he can't watch it because he doesn't have his parents' password. That's how young he is. <laughs> well, HBO got hacked, so everybody can watch it for free if you just <laughs> Google. And ballers—they yes. leaked all—they leaked the entire season it. of ballers. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. Do HBO it. is one of those few things that I pay for, and I—I've never regretted it. Never ever. I mean, if they want to sponsor us, that'd be great too. Maybe we can take over uh, Bill Simmons as a slot because that was one Oof. garbage show. Hi, right, I'm gonna but stand the ring, up and the talk. Ring, hey, the, the, the ringer is still uh, doing its thing. Well, yeah, because they diversified outside of sports. They took a page out yeah, of the DTC they, playbook. We're covering they're covering say, Game of Thrones, baby. They probably have the second best Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm all out of topics for uh, for sports soup here. You guys don't want to talk about Black Mamba. Dad bod, you you don't seem to care. No. So stop talking about men's bodies. You don't want to talk about Scaramucci. I mean, look, one of the biggest stories in all of sports, and you donks probably don't know and don't care, is that PSG is about to trigger Neymar's transfer from Barcelona for two hundred and twenty-two million euros. Just like you that. just spoke a different language I know, to me. But somewhere, LP <laughs> is getting a little uh, a little tent. Uh, a, a little uh, a little tent in his pants. LP is getting another I'm, LP. I'm talking about <laughs> soccer. I'm talking about. The the largest transfer in the history of mankind in any sport, period, 222 million euros to transfer Neymar 
from Barcelona to PSG. It's this is huge. I mean, all right. So what what would be the closest you can equate it to in sports that people care about? Uh, I mean, there's no money like soccer money. There just isn't. Um, I'd have to think about. It. I mean, what's the biggest NBA free agent signing? I mean, they signed like, with. Uh, we're saying they ever with though, teams. not just this year, right? I mean, let me take that as an action item and think about it because there's there's so nothing. Would, would it be like? Would it be like if Jordan went to the Lakers? Is that what like this? No, would because soccer to? soccer's set up different, and I don't want. I mean, we have soccer shows on DTC, so I don't want to. I don't want to talk to myself yes. because you two don't know anything about soccer. But the the leagues are the leagues are competitive across Europe. So the the EPL in England, the Liga in 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 Spain, those are the kind of the one and one A, and people will rank them interchangeably as the best or second best. Um, PSG is a Paris Saint Germain. Like that's that's the that's one that's the biggest team in France in like the fourth biggest or most popular league in France after the EPL, La Liga, maybe the Italian league, maybe the German league, the French league. Like they're all kind of just at the same. But the the fact is that he's leaving a soup an, a legitimate super team in Barcelona where they have a three-headed attack monster and Messi, Suarez and Neymar and and Neymar is leaving to go to PSG to be the man. I mean he's 25 years old. It's the largest transfer, the next largest transfer was 160 million and that was for Gareth Bale transferring from um where did he transfer from um I think from the Spurs from Tottenham to um to Real Madrid Manchester. no no to Madrid to Real like, what do I know? I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, you're, 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 I appreciate, time. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate I'm, I'm, that. I'm, I wish, I wish we were periscoping this right 222 now. Two hundred and twenty-two million euros, guys. I mean, that that is an just absurd money. It's incredible, but you guys don't care, so I'm not. I'm, I'm done talking gonna, to myself. Can somebody tell me to unmute? I'm just going to be watching Stephen Miller <laughs> and Jim Acosta going off on each other. Somebody just unmute me when it's my turn. <laughs> Uh okay I'm done I'm done I'm done and I apologize I apologize for my LP moment my uh I'm sorry I was caught I was caught in March <laughs> I was I was the breaking best part news of this podcast okay. I, I don't I, I feel really embarrassed I'm gonna listen to this podcast every week now <laughs> yeah that was the best part by far anything else I'm, you guys I'm actually touch on? sad you missed it uh we didn't touch on Sua having a strained hammy which basically in Redskins lingo means he's out for the year. <laughs> Give him a break. He'll be back. He'll be fine. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Stevie? Anything you want to jump jump in on? No, it's August 2nd. What are we even doing? Why aren't we on vacation? I mean, I'm I'm hustling, man. You sleep when you die over here. You got to work. <laughs> got to work. We, we got to crank out as many shows as we can with Joe before he completely disappears on us. Yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, right. It's, it's baby it's a, around the corner here, around the corner. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. It's, uh, but I'll, I, honestly, I may need the break from uh, from dad duty. Uh, you hey. know, between Orange Theory and dad duty, I'm, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a little break. Well, you just let us know when it happens. We'll be live podcasting from the hospital. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> much. Thanks, guys. Give Thanks, guys. People, uh, this was good, Stevie. Good. Work on that. Work on that hookup for us, please, with Orange Theory. FP, it's always a pleasure, my man. LP, if you're listening, we miss you. Come back. Uh, good luck with the wall down in Texas. Uh, for the guys, this is Joe. I'm, my name is Joe. This is Joe. I am Joe. This is Joe. Very sorry about the uh, the Jay Gruden uh, brain fart, but we'll we'll just uh, forgive me and let There's it go. Zero chance anybody's still I know. listening. That's okay. <laughs> this is DTC, proud member of Heroes Media Group. We are out.